Happy Sunday morning, Salt Lake City, Provo, Orem, and Colville. You're listening to AM 1280 and 97.5 FM The Zone. This is SLC Culture, a weekly meander, musing, rambling through the arts, culture, and social issues that shape the greater Salt Lake Metroplex. I'm your host, Christian Anderson. Uh, in the co-host seat today is the inimitable Christy Marcy. Good morning, Christy. Good morning, Christian. How are you? I am doing quite well. Are you well. still eating turkey? Uh, no, you know, I come from a Swedish background, and so on Thanksgiving in my household, we do Swedish meatballs. Are you still eating Swedish meatballs? Of course I'm still eating Swedish <laughs> meatballs. I am a big fan of the leftover sandwich where you squish the meatball down. Well, first, you take the roll, and you put gravy on both halves as a base, mm-hmm. and you toast the bread. And you put jam on it as well? like well, Swedish cranberries, but, uh-huh. but no, you got to go in order. Okay? okay. So, a layer of gravy on both halves, and then you take the Swedish meatballs, and you squish them down, uh-huh. and you put some stuffing on that, some mashed potatoes on that, a little green bean casserole on that, some extra crispy fried onions, and just a light hint of cranberry sauce. Okay, so what I'm hearing from you is that it's a traditional Thanksgiving except for turkey. Yeah. I could get behind that. I have very strong feelings. I'm sure you would be amazed to know about Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, I think we covered this last week. We that probably you, did. That you are more about the ham-based holidays. I prefer the ham-based holidays. Yeah. You know, why can't every holiday be a ham-based holiday? I don't understand well, it myself. Probably except for the kosher ones. Those should probably Probably be. not those. Ham-based. Uh, in the booth is Millennial Alex here, bright and shiny, on time. You're not in a branded shirt today. Like, you're, there's no, like, Lord of the Rings theme or anything in particular. You're pretty, you're just pretty toned down today. Yeah, it was, you know, just kind of a, I like to change things up, keep people on their toes, and so I went with more of a boring look. Well, this is the, uh, not boring, just classic. Classic, a.k.a. boring. Uh, you know, this is the Sunday after Thanksgiving, even though we are recording the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. However, we're going to use our imagination, the Wayback Machine, to say happy official holiday season. Now, at this point, no one can object to your holiday music. People can put up trees. Oh, I can still object to your holiday music. Yeah, but you now have no basis for that argument. And it just becomes a picadillo of your personality. When has that ever stopped me? Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Um, and so uh, it is a season of, you know, oftentimes commercial things. People go and purchase stuff, but it's also a season to go out with friends for perhaps some entertainment, perhaps a, a drink or a dinner and, and reconnect. That's really what the season ultimately is about, or that's what This is a Wonderful Life told me. Um, also, don't invest your money in a savings and loan. Never and trust your loser uncle. That's the truth. Yeah, with the a thing. giant wad of yeah. cash. Uncle Billy. That's a fair point. Uh, so, uh, with us today are Lucas and Ryan from The Blocks, which is, well, I will allow them to tell you what it is, but uh, they're going to talk about some of the entertainment, cultural, and vibrant happenings that one can take advantage of in downtown Salt Lake City uh, throughout the course of the holidays. So, hello, Lucas. Hello, Ryan. Hello. Hello, Christian. Uh, so first things first, um, for our listeners who um, might be new, I mean, we've had the blocks on before, but it's been a minute. Uh, why don't we tell people what the blocks is or are? What the blocks is? What the blocks are? Is. It would be is, right? Because it's a singular the, unit. The blocks singular. Yeah. The blocks yeah. is. Whatever works best for you. Okay. No, I'm pretty yeah. sure it is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, tell us what the blocks is. <laughs> you bet. So uh, the blocks is a it's a city and county initiative to uh, promote, support, cultivate arts and culture in downtown Salt Lake City. You know, we're uh, really lucky here in Utah and especially to ha- uh, in Salt Lake City to have such a high concentration, uh, quality and quantity of arts and culture organizations, artists, uh, individuals that are helping to make our city a great destination and a city to a great city to to live, work and play. So we're, uh, we're excited to be part of that uh, community and to help keep, uh, keep spurring it on. Mm-hmm. And so 
does the block so what can people expect perhaps in the blocks uh, around the holidays what day is what day is temple lights lighting what day is the lighting of the temple lights the lights will go on this friday so if you're listening to this last friday they're on okay so they came on on friday <laughs> november 29th uh, man, they go is on this a new record PM. for breaking the fourth wall well i broke it earlier you, oh you did okay <laughs> so uh well yeah black Fr- so black friday is full of light ironically yep. galvin center main street and temple square will all turn on okay so uh you're listening to this so the lights have been on so that first panicked rush of people that's very similar to uh, when the Macy's windows are revealed at Rockefeller Center. I mean, it's, and I, here at City Creek Center, there's a Macy's window unveiling. Is there? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, there absolutely is. See, all the things we they can did do. it last Thursday, yep. and Santa's already there. They did it on, on Thanksgiving? Week, um, no, the previous Thursday. Time travel's hard. So, okay, this is back to that. When, when is holiday stuff acceptable? Uh, okay, so what are some of the things that that people can expect in uh, downtown over the holiday season? There's always some great events going on. Obviously, the Nutcracker is a staple in downtown. All the, all the lights going on, but there's also some great small performing arts going on. And also, it's a great opportunity to give gifts to people who you don't know who to buy for. If you know somebody that's into arts, you can buy them tickets to the upcoming um, seasons. See, <clears throat> so RDT is going to have a big big launch that's repertory dance theater Ryrie Woodbury all the Rose Wagner staples you can buy tickets for upcoming shows in 2020 so millennial Alex I mean you're I mean we have talked about this that you're more experiential based would perhaps a ticket to an event would that be something that would more be a, a, a present surprise in your stocking versus a lump of coal that would be like socks or a widget I don't know whatever it is you don't need uh, well you know, first off, I always need socks. I'm always in need of that. But yeah, if I got tickets in my stocking to something, I would be stoked. I would be all on board that train. So for those, so hey, boomer, if you're trying to think of something, <laughs> okay, boomer. okay, dang okay. it, look what I just look did. It. Oh, no, it's man. not an Alexa. Uh, okay, boomer. Uh, if you're looking for, if you're looking for gifts for your millennial uh, children, grandchildren, friends, colleagues, perhaps an experiential ticket. Alex, have you ever seen the Nutcracker? It's been a long time, but yes, I have. Hmm. Good. Well, there's so many events, you know, like Ryan mentioned, including the Nutcracker, some of our larger events, our larger legacy organizations here in Salt Lake City. I think the best resource would be to go to theblocksslc.com, where we uh, we categorize and keep track of all those events for you. So it can be a little overwhelming, and it's organized really great on the website. You can uh, kind of scroll through and see what's happening, one of 80-plus events uh, during the holidays. So go there, go to the website, check it out. And so that's theblocks.org? Blocks SLC. SLC.org.com. Excuse me. Excuse me. Let's just oh let's boy. reset. It is the blocks SLC.com. Okay. Uh, so what if people, you know, what if people they, there's a there's a nip in the air, perhaps they, they've had a cocoa and they just want to stroll, you know, if they just want to stroll the vibrant uh, downtown that is our downtown and uh, gaze at the mountains and perhaps, uh, you know, maybe get some ice skating in. How might they, what might be a good way to navigate and stroll through, through our grid? Of course, a couple of things. We recently, The Blocks recently launched a new public, The Blocks Public Art and Mural Trail app. So uh, on a lot of the public art, and murals downtown there is a qr code plaque uh, affixed near the artwork and you can step up with your phone scan the qr code and uh, tons of information about the artist the artwork will uh, will populate your phone it'll let you know what other artworks are nearby what's happening 
Uh, and uh, some other special programming we have going on on December 5th, 12th, and 19th. We will have some additional holiday street performers, some great buskers downtown uh, that are going to help liven, liven the mood and entertain you as you enjoy the lights, uh, walk down the street from shop to shop. So please come downtown and take advantage of uh, all the great opportunities. So holiday street performers, and these are beyond just carolers, I assume, or is it just carolers? I mean, who doesn't like a good, who doesn't like a good caroler? Of course, no, it'll be <clears throat> everything from character or car- carolers uh, to uh, some some character artists, some other some jugglers, uh, additional additional ensembles. So it's going to be really exciting to see what uh, what they bring to the table. Christian, are you going to get in on that juggling? Oh, that is a past life. Um. I know. I, I I'm, I'm out of juggling shape. So, yeah, I mean, that's you, a little disappointing. Now I just now I just juggle in the privacy of my own home, or perhaps in my cubicle. Your work uh, cubicle. My cubicle uh-huh. at work in uh-huh. when I need a break. Um, so the so the box is an initiative that's been around for a couple of years now, and you were saying earlier that this was sort of something that both the city and the county sort of came together and realized that we have a vibrant arts and culture community downtown. But not only that, but it can be sort of a economic driver, business attractor. I mean, beyond just the altruism of, of loving the arts. Um, so why? I mean, why is? I mean, I guess I sort of preface that a little bit. But why is it important to emphasize uh, the arts and culture scene downtown and downtown Salt Lake? What like what are the? I mean, why? Well, we always love the taxpayer dollar question. But why are we? Why are we doing this? And what's the advantage? And and why? Why do you guys? Why do you guys exist? <laughs> to get all existential in the uh, holiday season. Indeed. No. Uh, I think first and foremost, uh, you know, we. Uh, we, we work hard and we want to play hard. You know, uh, a lot of people, they love our mountains, they love our outdoor activities, but we know that people come to Utah and people come and live in Salt Lake City because they get to experience uh, great work opportunities, great uh, great private opportunities in, the, in, their, in their home life. So I think when they're looking to relax, uh, go enjoy a nice meal or a show, it's an opportunity to see and experience maybe something that they uh, are very passionate about or see and experience something that they... Uh, um, they didn't know that they would like, you know, if they, for millennial Alex, you know, if he wants to check out the blocksslc.com, <laughs> uh, last minute, uh, to see, uh, what's happening at vice gallery or, uh, at, uh, diabolical records. Maybe there's a late night concert or something at Salt Lake film society, you name it. There's something always going on in our city, uh, and often many free opportunities. So I think, uh, I think it's, that's why we exist to support these organizations and these individuals that make uh, make our city unique. Whether you're walking down the street uh, with your cup of coffee and stop to take a look at some beautiful street or graffiti art, or you step into one of our many great uh, performing arts organizations to see the Trans-Siberian Orchestra or, or Utah Symphony and Opera. And so I kind of want to plug this a little bit more because I know that we've said theblocksslc.com, but you said there's over 80 events just happening in the holidays. So people who are listening right now probably came off of a lot of family time over this last weekend and they're, you know, uh, the holidays are coming up. You might be uh, having more forced family time. So your website is also a clearinghouse specifically for activities and to sort of promote the things that are going on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> there's actually a really cool tool on, on that website, on theblocksslc.com. You can go in and search events by weekend. That just feeds through a now playing Utah calendar, and it's sort of arts and events focused. So you go on there. It'll have everything within the block's boundaries, which is basically just downtown proper. You can go on there, search, and um, see what's going on. 
You're listening to AM 1280 and 97.5 FM The Zone. This is SLC Culture. We are talking with Lucas and Ryan from the Blocks, uh, which is an organization that sort of helps promote the arts and culture and, and happenings of, of downtown Salt Lake City. Uh, well, we are, I mean, even though we're an arts and culture radio show, we are on a sports network. And I mean, I can't imagine that you guys, it sounds like you're a bunch of art nerds that never do anything with sports. So, I mean, psh, this conversation's probably over. <laughs> right. No, wrong. Um, actually, last year we partnered with the Utah Jazz to create a couple. What? Of, yeah, believe it. A couple of murals in the downtown area. A lot of people have seen them. There's one on the site of Valters, which is on 200 East and 300 South. Carbo Poppy. Carbo Poppy. Nice. And then there was a history of the Utah Jazz on Main Street in First South that was done by Trent Call. It has mm-hmm. all sorts of cool references to jazz history and folklore in there. So Carbo Poppy just uh, dropped a Nike collab uh, just a couple weeks ago. So you can still go on, I think, to Nike.com and and uh, and find those shoes. Are you going to pick some up? Them? I do not have them yet. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I try to limit myself to two pairs of shoes a month. You are a profile <laughs> wow. in courage. I think that when John F. Kennedy wrote that book, he had you in mind. Yeah. Ask nice work. Not what you, your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. How do you store all those shoes, may I ask? You know, they take up the vast majority of my closet. Um, so I have about 60 some odd pairs. And. I realized after it, it took me about 20 pairs because I was like, yeah, I don't need the boxes. But then I realized the boxes are actually the best way to store them. So now I don't really keep the boxes to, for collecting purposes. Any shoe I buy, I wear. So I'm not like a crazy shoe person that just like seals them in bags. Um, but I have found that it's actually easier to keep the boxes just to keep organized. I like that you justify your obscene shoe habit by saying, I do wear all my shoes. Like that's the that's the thing that makes you better than other people who collect shoes. I wouldn't say I'm better. I mean, you, you might say that. I would definitely. I might say I that, and you might not disagree with me. So, um, but yeah. So we had those two murals. Um, were you guys uh, partnering with the Donovan Mitchell mural at the Gateway too, or is that not a is that not a? We were there in support, but that was kind of a Gateway thing. Mm. But we love it. It's going to be on our Public Art and Mural Trail app, so you can go check it out and learn more about the artist. I, I hear Donovan Mitchell is a, is an art fan, so. Oh. That's that's the rumor, awesome. anyways. Uh, you know, we always like to uh, here at the Larry H. Miller family. We always like to highlight those connections to the jazz. Perhaps even going down and seeing a jazz game. So, how, Millennial Alex, how are you feeling about the jazz season? I know you're more of a Lord of the Rings guy than a basketball guy, but you do work at a radio, at a sports station. Uh, I think the jazz. You know, there's there. I think they're uh, they're doing pretty well. I mean, there's always room for improvement. Does Joe Ingles just need to shoot more? In my personal opinion, Joe Ingles is the greatest basketball player of all time, so absolutely, yes. Um, but, no, I think that they're doing great, and uh, I think there's room to improve, but I'm, I'm optimistic on the season. So let's hypothetically say uh, that you've come down, uh, maybe you're catching a jazz game, um, maybe you're catching another concert that happens here at the Viv. Like, let's use the Viv and Smart Home Arena as an anchor because it is a giant cultural venue in our downtown. Um, would you say it's part of the Mission of the Blocks that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm parking, maybe I'm thirsty, maybe I'm hungry for a little snack would you say it's part of what the blocks does to sort of facilitate satiating my thirst and slaking my hunger? Is it slaking my thirst and satiating my hunger? Slaking yes. my thirst. Yes. Satiating my hunger. 
so yeah absolutely um when people come downtown they usually don't come down just for one thing they're always getting food before a jazz game or a concert or going to see a show um and then going out after as well so it's really important to well it's not important it's more fun to bundle those experiences when you are coming downtown and we've had some uh, great opportunities to partner with the jazz uh, for some events. Most recently at the Purple Mountain Party, we uh, brought our Blocks truck into the arena, uh, put up some great uh, vinyl wraps on the side where a lot of the kids and adults got to uh, color in some of the old uh, the old logos that the jazz brought back temporarily. So uh, that's if you see the box truck running around town with the with the jazz, the Purple Mountain Jazz logo on it, uh, we were part of that. And then also when they come down for an event, you might see us on the plaza doing some screen printing. So we're uh, really working to highlight uh, highlight uh, artists that are doing some really cool stuff downtown. It sounds like a program like that is a slam dunk. <laughs> <laughs> no, no? Okay. Come on. <laughs> Um, I had, I had a, que- a question and a point. Um, it'll come back to me. Christy, what do you got to save me while I think about what I was going to say? Well, I want to talk more about the holidays. Yeah. So, our, so Downtown Alliance in the past has done the Jingle Bus. Are you doing that again this the year? The Jingle Bus will not be running this oh, year, no. unfortunately. So how will people get from place to place? Well, funny you should ask. We just set up a few blogs. So if you go to downtownslc.org backslash holiday, there's different blogs to show you kind of how-to holiday, if you will. So okay. there's different ways to get around. There's ways to give back um, to those in need. Um how to celebrate and then how to shop kind of focusing on our small local businesses. So if you're coming downtown, plan your trip in advance. You know, traffic is heightened at this time of year. There's great park and rides. So you can drive your car to a UTA park and ride, ride tracks in on the free fare zone, carpool, park in a central location, and then use that to get around downtown. I I like my single occupancy vehicle, one trip for one thing. One gallon of milk. One gallon of milk. And then I go home. And then if I want to eat out, then I leave and do that again. Uh And then I go home. And then Uh if I need to go buy some pants, I go and drive and do that again. See, I grew up in the middle of nowhere where there was a thing called going to town, which was your once a week grocery trip. And if you didn't get what you needed to on Wednesday, on the going to town day, then you just didn't have it. And so I like to take trips for singular items now too just so i can be like haha look how far i've come uh all tongue-in-cheek we promote uh mass transit and uh, clean air we absolutely do and plus you have a tiny car does it does it even admit anything it does but you can get electric fiats that don't i should have got one of those be even greener like kermit the frog green yeah jelly Mm -hmm. green next time next time uh, what if I live downtown? So what would you propose? Like, what is your, like, what is the route? If I live at City Creek and I want a holiday night out, what would you, what would you say I should do? Well, I love, when I'm walking around downtown, I'm not a resident of downtown, but I walk the streets every day. Because you work downtown. I work downtown. Uh-huh. What I love to do is take sort of the side street off the beaten path kind of streets like Edison and Regent. It just makes the experience of walking downtown more enjoyable there's less traffic to deal with and you can kind of discover some cool new stores that you might not have seen before too sailor taylor tattoo sailor taylor tattoo um what's the australian coffee shop campos campos Mm -hmm. diabolical records and then there's some good eating options around regent street and then the echo cedars right there as well Mm -hmm. um so here's a question that i think says a lot about somebody pretty bird fine chicken establishment right on mccarthy plaza and regent street 
how long are you willing to wait in the like when you see a line are you a person that's like if i see any line nothing is worth waiting for are you like eh, you know like 20 foot line are you a line around the block because everyone's doing it therefore i need to do it too to share in the common experience like where do you fall in the in the line at pretty bird for that sandwich it's pretty darn good i think uh i'd be willing to wait 15 minutes mm. i'm more of a wait in line for a sit-down restaurant meal so mm. if i have to wait for tables to clear but pretty bird is packed and when there's a line you got you're on your elbows you know chowing down on your sandwich and there's people bumping into you the whole time also they they churn those sandwiches yeah. out so the line is sort of deceiving over there it might look long but it's probably only going to be a five ten minute wait mm. it is it is a relatively tasty sandwich and we are not on we are not on pretty birds payroll <laughs> something i like to do is wait until my friend christian is going to pretty bird yeah. and then saying hey get me one of those too i also think that the amount of the line depends on the weather yeah, that's true. Yesterday, uh, being Monday, when we had that like snow squall in the middle of the day, would have been a good pretty bird time. Yeah, yeah. Drive, yeah. drive your single occupancy vehicle over there and jump out. There would have been no line. Right, and my patience for lines dwindle depending on weather extremities yeah. as well. So I tried the new taco place across the street. I forget what it's called. What was it? What's that? I was saying last course is gone now. Maze, maze, tacos. maze tacos. Maze. Yeah, yes. yeah. Last course in Fireside. Yep. Yeah, last. You know, I. I mean, I love like, this. Don't want to speak to the vibrancy of our downtown, but I love our restaurant tours. I mean, I have been involved with the Salt Lake Area Restaurant Association for many years. But I think it's always tough to be the first restaurant tour in a space where you're the one that's responsible for the build out and all of that. You're doing the initial capital investment. You're doing the initial TI. I think it's always like you see restaurants that come in and they're taking over a lot of that TI and a lot of that grill and a lot of that stuff that's already been put in. And it's it is a you know restaurants already have a high pay rate. It is. I'd love to go to new places that are starting out just because I know they put in all that extra time and money. So. Yeah. Eat local. Or also go to Campos because they're Australian. And who doesn't love a good Australian accent? <laughs> Although, I don't know that there's any actual Australians that work there. I think there are a couple. Huh? At least starting out, they brought some Australian folks over to help get it started. They imported them? Yep. From New South Wales? They did. Are you are you willing to wait in line for any... I don't feel like you're I don't a line queue. Later, yeah. No, I don't queue. I don't. I feel like my time is more valuable spent doing other things. Hmm. Uh, so, Millennial Alex, um, you are not from downtown. Uh, you're from the Murrays. Uh, we were talking about, um, you know, we were talking about perhaps having an experience downtown, maybe at the Eccles Theater or something. If you, ca- if if I were to say, what are some of the things about downtown that might give you pause to say, eh, I don't know if I'm going to go downtown because of X or Y. Like, what are some of those preconceptions or notions that might be a break to prevent you from coming downtown? Uh, weather's probably the number one thing. Really? If it's snowy outside, you know, like if it's if the weather's bad, I don't want to deal with people on the road, you know, to, to get down down here. And if it's cold outside, I don't like the cold, and so I'm, you know, less likely to wander around when it's cold. Um, so but, no no ice skating at Galvin for you? Not maybe like once a year. Like you know, it's kind of a do it once a year kind of a thing just to say I did it. Maybe once every other year, but. You know, it's it's when it's really cold outside, I, I tend to not venture as far from home. Okay, so um, I want you guys to go and solve weather. So if you guys could go do that, uh, as a thing. perfect. All right, what else? What else we got, Millennial Alex? Um, as far as things that keep me from coming downtown, or, or, or that that might that like if you were to talk to your other uh, Murray's friends and they would be like, oh hey, we could do this downtown. They're like, downtown, but it's uh, it's whatever those sort of things are. Uh, you know, if there's a similar experience closer, then 
you know, I, I think that I would probably opt for that. But, you know, I don't have a lot that prevents me from coming down here, especially because sure. I work down here. And so, you know, I... I kind of like the downtown vibe, and so you know, there's not a whole lot that holds me back. You other know, than weather. When you're looking, when you're looking for a guy to just throw you the bone parking, and then he doesn't because he just loves downtown too much. <laughs> I mean, bless you, uh, Alex, for being a connoisseur of downtown. But um, I was hoping you would go with the parking thing because that's one. You know, when I was at Umoka, and, and uh, that I would hear all the time is that when people try to think about going downtown, they're like, "But it's so hard to park." How? What? What do you say to? What do you say to our? are parking peters and petunias i say that it, that is not true first of all i think that's just shenanigans you say yes <laughs> blasphemy i say there are thirty-three thousand available parking stalls in the downtown area that's street parking that's parking. are, are there really yeah oh, it's 30 33, it was a specific enough number that i'm like you must know but it also yeah. kind of seemed too specific i'm like he's making it I up did my homework mm-hmm. um so you can you can go park at city creek center they have a huge parking garage. It's free for two hours, $2 after that. And you know what's also great about City Creek Center? Because I'm going to dovetail on Millennial Alex. Yeah. It's underground. So even if the weather is inclement, yep. you don't even have to go outside. Yep, that's right. So what you do you mean some... you don't have to go outside? You just sit in your car the whole time? You still have to go outside. You can go yeah. shopping. You you're just don't have to clean un- snow off your car at the under, end of it. You're underground. I understand you're underground, but you have to come up from underground to actually do anything. But the City Creek Mall has a retractable roof. So as long as you stay on one side. No, you can take the bridge across. Uh, yeah. I guess that's true. Well, my point is like... You can't go to Nordstrom without having to go outside yeah. for a little bit. Yeah. Um, right. But otherwise... And you know you I frequent Tiffany and Company. You and then go up. Oh. Yeah. It's like we're practically Minneapolis. That's like a life <laughs> yeah. pro tip. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Ryan. I was trying to I was trying to no, knock I, knock his uh, argument. I appreciate away. the TF. Yeah, sure. Uh, so thirty three thousand slots, and if memory serves correctly, first two hours of City Creek are free. That's right. Mm. That's correct. Hmm. And let's see, two hours on the weekends are free, even on the on street parking, and Sunday is is entirely free. Yep. So yeah. And I can say, as a an everyday uh, UTA user, either the tracks or the bus, it is totally worth it. When you see that queue of cars, 20, uh, 20 cars long, the lined up. The red snake. Yeah, the red snake, exactly. It's so worth it to take the train or the bus. Jump on it, I promise you. It's much easier. And uh, our regular listeners might not know this if they don't interact with downtown all the time. Um, there's a free fare zone. There's a free fare zone. So... You can ride around downtown, park at City Creek for two hours for free, and then hop on tracks and go wherever you need to go downtown for free. Mm-hmm. And I would also say, Alex, that if weather is keeping you away because you don't feel like fighting traffic, like we have snow in the forecast tomorrow, I'm going to take the train to work downtown tomorrow. The train is a good way to circumvent that. Are you going to take the train tomorrow? Heck yeah. And then I've got a massage in Central 9th. I'm going to take the train there. Okay. Got it all figured out. So after after your your goodbye lunch, you're, yes. you're, you're not going to make it an all day thing. You've got a hard stop. Well, my massage is at six. I think my lunch is at one. That's five solid hours of goodbye. I'm from the south, though, so we can really make it last. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I I plan to try to fill all five of those hours. How do you distill an, a, a personage of your <laughs> m- magnificence down into a mere five hours? It's a tough one. 
Um, you're listening to AM 1280, 97.5 FM The Zone. This is SLC Culture. We are talking with our friends at theblocksslc.com. It's not theblocksslc.com. It's the blocks, but theblocksslc.com is the website that you can go to and find out all about the arts and cultural happenings downtown Salt Lake City. Um, you can see what sort of events are happening at places like the Eccles or the Capitol Theater. You can check out what uh, films are playing. You can see what the symphony and the opera are doing. Uh, you can even figure out uh, if you want to see public art and see some murals and such things. We can help you. They can help you. We, they can help you navigate that. The royal we. The royal we. Well, I've been, you know, I've, you know, in the spirit of what, full disclosure, I've been involved in, in some capacity with the blocks for five years um, before, you know, in the discussions as to what the block should be and then the implementation of the program. So I do feel like it's like a cousin, like yeah. a family cousin kind of thing. So, yeah. Um, so the blocks, SLC.com go there now, see what's happening downtown. Um, gentlemen, beyond just the holidays, I mean, the holidays are great. We've pushed that, but let's, let's, look a little forward and a little back and say, you know, in the last couple of years, what are some of, what's probably one of your best blocks memories in terms of, of an unexpected happening or intervention or thing that happened downtown that, you know, your average radio listener might not know about, but you, you know, you guys had a hand in and, and pulled off and then, you know, going into the next year, what are some of the things that you're excited to implement? Probably my favorite project that we've worked on. Part of our goal is to activate underutilized spaces. So if you're driving on 200 West, under the Salt Palace, there's the, that sort of underpass. Mm-hmm. Where they um, uh, stored all the trucks when, um, when uh, what's it, Outdoor Retailer was here. Yes, when it was here. Um, so we, we did a paint-by-numbers community mural in there, so we hired a bun- bunch of different artists, seven different artists, who did traces of a mural, and then the public came down and filled in the, the squares um, to complete that mural. It really transformed that area underneath the Salt Palace, and it's just a beautiful mural. Mm-hmm. So... Um, so it's taking a space that you might not think of as a canvas, sort of adding some color, adding some life and vibrancy. And no, so uh, not only for people who are pedestrians, but people who are driving, you had community engagement, you know, the public working with artists to create something that's, I mean, nothing in life is permanent, but something that is a long-term marker kind yeah. of, you know, I think, speaking of our Olympic legacy, well, I, we weren't speaking of our Olympic legacy, but to transition and segue. Hey, Christian, do you want to talk about our Olympus legacy? Our Olympus? Our Olympus legacy. legacy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Mount Olympus is a great hike. Um, our Olympic legacy, I, I wasn't here for it, but if still, if you go down to Gateway, you know, there's all the bricks about the people who donated to the Olympics. And I know to this day, um, my friends who have been here, they love to go down and think, see, there's their brick. And there's, so there's something about when you leave a mark. Uh, on a project or on a particular time that they're kind of like these weird little time capsules, right? And so for all these people, in the, you know, these kids and, and young adults that came down and sort of helped paint the mural, at some point they can come back and be like, hey, you know, I painted that chunk and that's pretty cool. That's, that's a thing that I got to do and be part of an experience. And, and that experience has a tangible marker, a detritus, as it were, that lives on. Gentlemen, I don't know. I also think it's a good end to the arts itself. You know, maybe if you're a little kid and you're part of that mural, maybe that spurs something in you to want to become an artist and get involved with the arts. I think too. Speaking of the Olympics, if you uh, if you go down Main Street, mm-hmm. uh, you have those Main Street kiosks, the mm-hmm. big kind of hexagon. Uh, yeah, they look like they were old newsstands or something. Yeah, like that. exactly. Yeah. So uh, I believe uh, they were old electrical boxes, and then around the Olympics, 
around that time, they put these in uh, to to put up various uh, programming and, and you know alerts and whatnot. And what the Blocks is doing right now is showcasing uh, great artwork from some of our local artists. And we're going to be making some additional improvements on those to capture uh, capture and make that art even more vibrant. So I think you know if you think it if you think at it from um, uh, you know, a number standpoint, I don't know how many cars pass by there on a daily basis. You may not realize that, you know, you're seeing, uh, seeing art cause you, you pass it in a second, but you know, it's a, you pass something really pretty or it caught your eye just for a, just for a fraction of a second. And that's, it's little, it's little things like that, that I think make our, make our city great. You know, if we can beautify just one little space to capture one person's attention on one day, that's, that's a win. It's the war on beige. Yeah. War the war on, on beige. beige. You know, uh, this is uh, going to be a little bit of a tangent but what it reminded me of when you talk talking about like we're going to take the kiosks and we're going to upgrade them even more is we've become a very digital society right and and so i think there's a lot of time we need screens we need blinking lights and all that but cast your mind back and lucas you might be old enough for this christy you're old enough for this ryan oh, I don't know. boy my favorite words M- millennial acts, i don't know but remember when we before everything i mean we still had tvs like we're not that old but before you had all the smartphones and you had the magic eye books where you'd look and if you stared at it the three-dimensional image would like pop out at you and it'd I be do. like a and whale and there were like kiosks at the mall full of like the they would paintings. sell the posters uh-huh. i think it's time to bring back the magic eye so I know I don't have, uh, you know, it's not my project, but I think let's go back to some analog yet 3D technology. Let's do the magic eye vibrating things. Let's bring back. Let's I'm bring on board. Back. I don't remember that, but it sounds awesome. Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right. You know, I had a magic eye book and my dad had, I'm going to go to Ken Sanders and dust off an old magic eye book and bring it to you. I actually, do you, do you know the magic eye books? Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I have to take my glasses off. to get Yeah. To they don't work for me if I'm wearing my contacts. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, bad dolphins and palm trees are a ball. I mean, they're magic. It turns out it's a very subjective word. One man's magic is another man's golf ball. Words to live by. (laughs) Couldn't have said it better about the blocks myself. (laughs) Um, You're listening to AM 1280, 97.5 FM Zone. This is SLC Culture. We are talking about the arts and culture happenings in the greater downtown, actually just in the downtown Salt Lake City area, as brought to us by our friends at The Blocks. You can find more information at theblocksslc.com. So we went backwards and we talked about sort of this, I mean, I... I think I said the detritus of a shared human experience and that perhaps there were some kitten tears. And I mean, I I went a little poetic. I apologize. Um, Talk to me about the future. 6.7 gigawatts. Go. Uh, Well, I mean, I guess first we'll look at uh, the not too distant future would be New Year's Eve. We're excited to uh, showcase some fantastic artists uh, during the last hurrah celebration at the Gateway. The Blocks will be programming uh, a stage there. It's going to feature some great local talent, uh, Horrible Penny, uh, who came up uh, through the Spy Hop uh, program, uh, Carlos MJ. Uh, there's going to be a, a fantastic uh, local mariachi uh, group that will be my first time working with them, but uh, Carlos Colipi is a fantastic artist, and his group is going to be making some great music. Uh, and Talia Keys will finish up the night. Ooh. So that's what we've got uh, on our plate right now. Looking beyond. So before we before we get past the last hurrah to whatever comes after the last hurrah, <laughs> uh, the next hurrah, um, that sounds like something that people can find some information about online. It's uh, yeah, you can go to lasthurrahslc.com and it'll have the full rundown. Do you guys just have a? Do you guys just have? 
carte blanche for everything SLC. Yes. Mm-hmm. You've just Seriously. registered. You've registered them all. Yeah, I'll just buy domain names that have SLC in them. Fair enough. Uh, and is there a cost associated with this? Uh, no, it is a free event to attend. Ooh, free. Mm-hmm. So, and, it, and I will say it is family friendly. So it's uh, it's not just a, an outing for the adult crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's going to be some great activities uh, by our friends through SNS Productions, mm-hmm. uh, the Gateway, and, and, and Vestar. They've really spent a lot of time thinking about. Uh, all the opportunities for uh, all ages uh, and all from from all walks of life able to experience a great great downtown experience and bring in the new year there'll be a fireworks celebration at midnight as well mm-hmm. okay so we uh, so you I sort of jumped to make sure that people get the information about that but you're about to move past the last hurrah into now past the last hurrah whatever what, what's that what's after the last hurrah certainly well we're uh, you know we're kind of uh, doing a lot of uh, a lot of time reaching out to our community partners and arts organizations and checking in with them what kind of programming uh, they're doing uh, I think there's going to be some opportunities for some additional uh, public uh, public art we were very excited about the Rose Crossing mural mm-hmm. uh, and the impact that uh, that had so we're looking at some opportunities to maybe uh, maybe do another crosswalk mm-hmm. yeah um, speaking of, uh, I'm more just because this is again not really. It's more of a segue. I'm not really doing great on my segues today, but I do want to get to this segment of the show, and it does tie into what it is that you guys were talking about because we've been talking about all of these programmatic uh, events and things that you can do downtown. One of those is music, right? We we loves some good music, and so Christy Marcy. Before I forget, I think it's about time for your post Thanksgiving holiday introduction music do's and don'ts. It's better than last week. Remember last week? There was like two concerts and neither of them I heartily recommended. Uh, because of our guests here today, I decided to start the music section of the show. Uh, I was saying that tonight, Sunday, December 1st, is the Messiah Sing-In at Provenal Hall. Have you ever done that? I don't know what you're talking about, so no. It's amazing. So like, they just open up a Provenal Hall and everybody comes in and it's free of charge and the symphony is there and everybody sings Messiah oh. and other Christmas carols. Hmm. It's like a holiday, Salt Lake holiday tradition. Oh, well. so. And I believe they, they showcase, uh, they have a solo uh, soloist from the, the resident artist program with the symphony and the opera. That's is that correct? probably right. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like something they do. Yeah. <laughs> Artists, residents, whatever. community, um, it experience, also, hashtag SLC. Not to bring another radio station into what we're doing here, um, but our friends at X96 do a concert every year this time of year oh. that they call the Nightmare Before Xmas. Get it? Mm. <laughs> is that a Bill Allred kind of thing? It is. I mean, I think it's a little bit just everyone. X96. X96. Uh, and this time it's two nights. So Monday the 2nd is the 1975 at the complex. And then (laughs) Tuesday the 3rd, the Offspring are doing an acoustic set at the complex, which I cannot imagine what that might be like. (laughs) And I was going to say I cannot imagine who would want to go to that, but I just saw one of our guests get very excited about it. So I'm going to temper that down and... To any of you who want to go to that, I wish you the best of the luck. I will not, I will not be attending that. Remind concert. me, what, what was the offspring? I feel like oh I should know gosh, their big yeah, hit. You know, like that song from the night. You've got to keep it separated. Oh, you got to keep, keep them separated. separated. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Pretty yeah. fly for a white guy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. There's a there's yep. a lot of them. Ooh, an acoustic pretty fly for a white guy. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I don't know how that works, but they're gonna give it a go, and God bless them for reinventing themselves. So. Mm-hmm. 
Wednesday, the Scalites are playing the Commonwealth Room. Now, this I, I was wondering if Alex was tuned into this. So the Scalites basically were Bob Marley's biggest influence in Jamaica. Hmm. And they are still touring, not with all original members, but many of them. And uh, if you're into ska, like our friend Alex is, you should... Do you have your tickets for that? I don't. I actually wasn't aware that they were coming, but I'm texting my roommate right now to let him know so that we can go hit that up. Okay. Uh, where is it? Good. It's at the Commonwealth Room. Okay. Where, uh, where is it? 21st and like West Temple, kind of by that. It's right by the Central Track Station right there. It's super accessible by tracks. Wait, Next tw- to the Best Buy, basically. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So out of the blocks. Sorry. Out of the blocks. And Not even the stateroom is in the blocks, though. There's a new green bike station there, which uh-huh. is awesome. I'm very thankful because that's where I transfer from the S line, and now there's a green bikes there, so it makes my commute even that much sweeter. Mm. There you go. So yeah, so Alex, go to the Skylights uh, Friday, December sixth. There's a show here at the Viv. Most people are talking about Brandy Carlisle. I'm talking about Tanya Tucker, who is opening for Brandy Carlisle. So Tanya Tucker's latest album was produced by Brandy Carlisle and Shooter Jennings, uh, and she's kind of reinventing herself, and she is amazing. And so, I actually have tickets, and I might leave after Tanya's done <laughs> and like go home to the New York Times crossword or something like that. Uh, Saturday the seventh, Ronnie Millsap. Christian, can you name a Ronnie Millsap song? No. No. I had to Google, too, to be honest. But I recognize the name, so I put it on there. He's yeah. playing the DeJoria Center in Camas. Or, I never know how to say it. Camas? Camas? I'm not enough of a Utah to know that. Uh, and then Gregory Allen Iskoff, who people love. I do not, because I think he's too sad, is playing PC Live. And then the seasonally appropriately named um, local favorite Tony Holiday is playing the stateroom. Hmm. That's all on Saturday. And then Sunday, I'm super excited about this, actually. Uh, my dear friend, Michelle Moonshine, who is a local musician just announced today that she's got a new uh, duet project with her boyfriend Andrew um, and it's called Turtle Devin which I love a lot because that's like a throwaway lyric from an Alabama song and they're reinventing and reharmonizing songs you know and love and they are playing The Garage their first gig under Turtle Devin on uh, next Sunday the 8th well that is quite a bit of stuff it's a lot yeah Yeah. and so if if one of those uh, piques your fancy I hope you support a local arts organization if not there's 80 events at theblocksslc.com that you can find some other things beyond just this week in uh, in our downtown area. Uh, gentlemen, um, we are film aficionados here, cinephiles, as it were. Uh, last week, Patrick Hubley uh, from the Film Center was on chatting, and I don't think people often realize um, how ingrained Salt Lake City is in the film industry. Um, we have, you know, we have the aforementioned... Um, uh, Utah Film Center. We also have the Salt Lake Film Society. I always think the holidays are a great time to check out a film. Um, so, where might you suggest? Uh, where might you suggest someone uh, go grab a film down and uh, you get away from your family? Maybe go see the new Star Wars premiere or some sort of art house thing. I don't know what everything is. I personally love the Salt Lake Film Society Broadway Theater. Mm-hmm. Um, also, right now, when you do go see a movie there, you can stop by. They have a new exhibition. It's called Traveling While Black. It's a free VR experience and it's uh, pretty powerful. So, if you're going down there to see a movie, stop by and experience the VR component. Are you a VR fan? It's it's pretty cool. I, I wouldn't say I'm into it, but it's it's it's. I'm gonna come back to you, Lucas. But I first wanted Millennial Alex VR pro or con. Uh, I have very limited experience with it, so I 
you know, I've enjoyed what I've done, but I'd say the jury's still out. Okay. Do you remember when we were kids, uh, teenagers, and there was that Aerosmith video about virtual reality, and it was, do you remember this at all? And it was like sexy time, virtual reality stuff. And I remember thinking, the future is going to be crazy. And now my kid has a virtual reality, and I don't think he's doing anything on it except for like shooting people on video games. Like, (laughs) the future is not what I anticipated. So, Lucas, I have a question for VR for you. Like, I, you are a bespectacled fellow, as I am a bespectacled fellow. I can't, like, I, I feel like it's kind of cool, but I but the, I feel like they need to have a glasses-friendly VR. I agree. I, admittedly, when we did the uh, Traveling Wild Black, Wild Black experience, I uh, she adjusted my headset, but... I think uh, I, I had wished I'd worn my contacts, yeah. and it even still with uh, even if they fit comfortably, it's uh, there's something it throws you off. It made me a little dizzy because I if I bent down, I was looking well, not look quite looking through my glasses. It threw me off a bit. So this is a true story. I was in Montreal a couple of years ago, and Red Bull sponsored the Bjork VR experience, and there were five different stations, and each one had a Bjork so amazing. song. Well. The one where Bjork is standing like on a beach the swan in dress, like in Iceland. Alive? Well, you're on an Icelandic beach, and there's uh-huh. a lighthouse, and you can look around. But there was one that was filmed on a camera inside of her mouth while she was singing, and it was in three dimensions, and it was terrifying. <laughs> it was terrifying. She's delightfully odd. That one. Oh my goodness! I still. To this day, I'm traumatized by it. But that was a that was an interesting VR thing. Oh, um, so one of the reasons We'd that... We'd be remiss if we didn't also mention that the Larry H. Miller Theater in Gateway is within the blocks and is part of our Larry H. Miller family. That's true. That's a slam dunk. Look at me. Uh, man, they should pay you for this. I know. Um, so that was a segue because we are part of a two-hour arts and culture block along with our friends Austin and Adrian at the Movie Zone who uh, partner with the aforementioned Larry H. Miller Megaplex to talk about the movies that are coming out and do movie reviews. And so we always like to ask each of our guests, and mostly we try to stump Austin or put Austin in an uncomfortable position, by coming up with the favorite film that pertains to the topic. And so uh, as much as I would like to think of, can we come up with a film that thinks about you know tactical urbanism? Perhaps we should just do a favorite uh, holiday film, Thanksgiving film. What are we I feeling? Think really, Thanksgiving is over for all intents and purposes on this show. And really, there's only one Thanksgiving film, and that's Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. That is it. <laughs> that is a great one. What about but if you want to talk it through, we can talk it through. What about Home Alone? Um, that's not a Thanksgiving film. I thought it's a Christmas. Christmas. It's a Christmas film. I think we should talk about Christmas films because then it'll give me a chance to mention. Are you ready? This is. I have been talking about this for months. I've got it on my calendar. When Harry Met Sally is going to be in theaters on December first. Oh. So the day that this airs, I will be. I think I might go. Like it's an. It's airing twice on Sunday and once on Tuesday, and I might go to all of them. Where is it airing? At the Cinemarks. Like, they do that American movie classics thing, which is terrifying to me that When Harry Met Sally is a classic, but it's 30 years old. And it is my favorite film ever. And I generally watch it on New Year's Day. That's my tradition. But I'm going to make an exception this year because I'm so excited. Mm -hmm. Okay. so much. So? So, beat that. Favorite favorite Christmas favorite Christmas films, guys. I'm gonna go with uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. It's a good one. I love it. It's my favorite. Yeah, it's like a good a good laugh. A good uh, Christmas, oh yeah, Christmas uh, laugh. Uncle Eddie or cousin Eddie. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can't beat him. 
waiting for that management position. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's not really Christmas or holiday related. I think Alex will approve of this. Every Christmas break, I sit down and I binge watch the Lord of the Rings movies. Oh. The, whole, the whole trilogy. Oh, okay. Exte- extended version? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gotta be. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, that, that's like 11 hours, right? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, mean, I can spend it out over a, a few days. But it's a lot. 12 and a half. It's no, Aven- <laughs> it's no, it's no Avengers Endgame. 12 hours, 34 Endgame minutes, and six, 60 seconds. Yeah. All yeah. right. Fair enough. That's a fine Christmas tradition. Uh, Alex? Uh, my favorite holiday movie is definitely Muppet Christmas Carol. That's oh. a good one. I think we have a nuanced millennial. I really do. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Um, I'm going to go TV, and I'm going to say the back-to-back Grinch and um, Frosty the Snowman. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not that bunk Frosty the Snowman returns. That's no, horrible. That's crazy. They should never air that ever again. It's just yeah. awful. Um, but the original Frosty the Snowman uh-huh. with Yukon Cornelius and... No, 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 no. Yukon Cornelius uh, yeah. is Rudolph. Rudolph. Oh, sorry. I'm doing Rudolph. Okay. So <laughs> so you're doing Rudolph and the Grinch. Rudolph and the Grinch. Yeah, Not Frosty. Not Frosty or... Fro- because I'm super confused because Frosty Returns is Frosty. There wasn't like a Rudolph Returns. Yeah, no, I just... I, yeah, there's a lot going on in that pretty little head of yours. I know. Okay, I like Yukon Cornelius, and I like the Bumble, and I like all of that. I, I also like, like the story of the Who's and Whoville and the Grinch. Now that we mention it, and I forgot that I conflated two things. Actually, Frosty, I don't like him as much, but I do like the weird magician villain. I like the weird magician villain. Okay. Okay. So you're you're just dating yourself with all of your holiday picks. That's okay. I also I want to mention because this is on topic actually mm. that one of my favorite Christmas traditions is I take my kids to see It's a Wonderful Life at the Broadway mm. every year on Christmas Eve. And that's in the blocks. That's in the blocks. You can perhaps exactly. you can find out about that on theblocksslc.com. Uh-huh. They do two showings on Christmas Eve and I think two showings on Christmas Day. We always go on Christmas Eve. There's always this weird random that's attendee. No, oh. it, it's not who like shouts out trivia and throws prizes at people before the movie starts who may be the only person who loves It's a Wonderful Life more than me. I really love it a lot. So anyway, that's something that people should do, but not before I... You can't get your tickets in advance. You have to show up and get them. So you should do it, but not until after I get my tickets. All right. I don't, I don't even know what question we're asking Austin at this point. So Holiday Austin, movie? Yeah, when you wander in, I guess, yeah. Or what, whatever else you want to talk about. Whatever. Hey, uh, what, it's cool. Yeah, Austin, uh, what, is your, what is your favorite holiday movie and or whatever else you want to talk about? Well, thanks for having us back. Uh, this is the toughest genre to pick a movie or a show uh, from being a holiday. Uh, you got mostly Christmas is what the, the most holiday movies are made about. But, and I, that's obviously what you're England for here. So of course, everyone's very first favorite die hard. Nothing says Merry Christmas. Like watching Bruce Willis as John McClane, just kicking butt, so to speak. Uh, and, uh, you know, Merry Christmas, Mr. Falcon or yippee Kaye, Mr. Falcon, whatever you want to, uh, put it in there. So first and foremost, die hard. Then you've, of course you got, it's a wonderful life, which everyone else seems to enjoy more than I do, but it is still really good. My top favorite bar none, not even close, far and away, my favorite movie to watch every holiday season. And mostly cause I watch it all year round is home alone and home alone Two. 
they're on a constant loop at the Horton House. So that's what I that's what I would uh, say there. So thanks for having us back. We got the movie zone coming up at the top of the hour. But uh, yeah, Die Hard for sure. Well, I didn't think Die Hard, but I'm not really particularly surprised. Die Hard, many people. Is it a Christmas movie? Yes or no? I know, like, apparently for Austin. Uh, you're listening to AM 1280 and 97.5 FM The Zone. We are talking about the arts and culture happenings in the uh, downtown metro area over this holiday season. Um, let's walk a little bit through. I know I touched on it earlier, uh, gentlemen, uh, about the food and beverage scene. Talk to me a little bit. Talk to me about food and bev downtown. I think that Salt Lake really punches out of its weight class when it comes to food and culture, really. What is our weight class? Uh, Are we bantam? Middle heavyweight. Oh, man, okay. And we, yeah. and we hit like a full heavyweight? We hit like a full Mike Tyson heavyweight. Mm. All right. Yeah. No, I think um, especially in the last 10 years or so, you've seen the revitalization of Main Street. There's so many good restaurants. And also, the nice thing about it is there's tons of tapas options. There's dessert options. There's good drink options. So you can really make a whole night of it. And there's a diversity of the offerings as well. Mm. And there's even some coffee shops thrown in. Oh, yeah. Uh, is there a bubble tea place? There's got to be. Yeah, uh, Cafe de Bola has great bubble tea. Oh, that's mm. right. And and lovingly, individually crafted <laughs> coffees where each yes. bean is picked and massaged. Each bean for you. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is. That, that is, There's a person who's dedicated their life it's to a craft. serious oh, about yeah. his coffee. And it's delicious coffee. It's really so good. he's doing it right. Mm. Um, do you have... Um, do you have a favorite sort of do you have a favorite restaurant that's opened in the last year I mean not to diss any of our longtime classics like I mean everybody I mean Takashi's been there forever I'm, and it's amazing I'm gonna go ahead and say Campos cause you have you got the coffee side of things mm-hmm. in house roastery mm-hmm. but they also have some great food and I got married there a couple months ago so mm. it's kind of biased yeah, that's why I don't like it, because you didn't invite me. <laughs> but they also have avocado toast, right? Yep. Okay, Millennial Alex, you said? What was that? They have avocado toast. I'm not a big fan of avocado. Of course not, because you're just a non-millennial. You can't eat avocado toast and afford a house, Christian. He's that's clearly true. chosen the right thing. You know, I am, I'm advocating now for the ricotta toast, where people do a ricotta and perhaps like an onion jam with mm-hmm. maybe some microgreens. I, I'm, I'm pushing Swedish ricotta. meatballs, a little Swedish meatball oh, action that's a whole, in there. Don't, oh, don't, don't besmirch okay. my post-Thanksgiving <laughs> sandwich. Uh, so you know Campos, I yeah, I mean, you get your avocado toast and you get your Australian coffee. Lucas, what about you? What's what's uh, jumped out to you in the last year? I tell you, um, it, it, it's not that they recently opened, but uh, we've uh, found a favorite breakfast spot on the weekends at Market Street hmm? downtown. They, sure. they run an awesome special. Uh, we always go for the Eggs Benedict, and uh, if you time it right, you can grab a cocktail with your breakfast. So coffee, cocktail, Eggs Benedict, and... Are you more of a mimosa guy or a Bloody Mary guy for your, Ooh, for your a, brunching? I'm a Greyhound guy. Ooh, yeah. Mm. Got the fresh squeezed grapefruit juice. It, it is. It's the goods. Mm. Interesting. Uh, Alex, do you have a favorite restaurant that's opened up down here? I mean, I know I I know you haven't been working here the whole year, but do you have a favorite go-to restaurant that you're you're crushing on? Uh, so one that opened within the past year uh, is Benji's Barbecue Shack on 33rd South and State Street. It's a... Uh, Benji is originally from Georgia, moved out here, and the uh, yes, yeah, twenty four seven barbecue. You can go any time of 24/7 day. Twenty four seven barbecue. Yeah, and seriously, his, his brisket is unreal. It's so Ooh, good. Have a, you done? I'm, I'm texting the boyfriend about this. Right, this is revelatory. And it's not far from your house. Yeah, I've driven by there. Uh, they have a they have an all you can eat. Is that correct? Have you done that? I haven't done the all you can eat. I've seen. I think it's on like. Saturdays or Sundays or something like that. I don't remember which day, but yeah, I've seen it and I haven't been able to go try that out yet, but it's really good. My my personal recommendation, 
uh, bring cash when you go because it's cheaper. If you if you're buying Love it. buying your meat by you know buying the barbecue, it's like fifty cents cheaper if you buy it with cash than it, if you do with card. Fifty cents cheaper per ounce. Wow. And the brisket and the burn ends are just off the hook. Do it's they have oh, burn ends so like, or do they run out? Because I used to get so mad because I used to go to Pat's on Friday specifically for burn ends, and unless you were like one of the first twenty people in the door. Uh, every time I've gone, I've been able to get burn ends. Really? And it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's something else. Uh. Mm. Well, speaking, going back to Christian's comment earlier, they, uh, I've driven by that building. They spent a ton of money on making upgrades, painting it. It looks really re- uh, beautiful. Yeah, Benji's done a really good job getting that place up and running. And nice. he's, he's almost always there. He's, he's just awesome. Got to be. You know, if, you, if it's your, if it's your baby, you got to be there. All right, we're heading into the last segment of the show. That's okay, Christian. I don't have any new favorite restaurants. Uh, okay. It's okay. No, 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 no. Please Christy, go on. No, Christy, you're, no, no, no. no I, I, I don't. Am, <laughs> I am remiss. I am. I am remiss. You're, you're being so demure today that I f- yeah. practically forgot you were there. Yeah, seriously, I don't have any new favorite restaurants. It's the same place as I always. No, wait. I did go to a Lebanese restaurant connected to a gas station in Murray a couple weeks ago. That was actually really good. It was. Uh, it's next to Cottonwood High School. That gas station right there. It's like a Sun Mart or something. It was it was very good. I'm always looking for stuff where there's like I can eat meat and my vegan daughter can like find some sort of something and so we end up eating a lot of Lebanese food and it was uh it was good and it was um a less fancy and much less expensive experience than Maza, which I also love. So there you go. There That's you go. my suggestion. It's not in the blocks, but SLC eateries too. But it's good too, but it's not in the blocks either. Awesome. So never. I'm doing you guys no good. <laughs> All right. So it's time for our last chunk of the show, and this is perhaps you know this is sort of right up your alley. Um, I always say every week that I think that our state does a great job um, from our tourism board of. of of marketing to people around the country to fly in here and then leave Salt Lake as fast as possible to either go skiing or to go to a national park. Those are the two things that we really, really push. And I say shenanigans to that, that Salt Lake is so cool that you should spend at least a day, if not a couple, exploring the arts and cultural side of this town. And so what I ask all of our guests to do uh, is to basically be a concierge. Like, let's say that you have you have, you have a friend coming in from... Asheville, and you're gonna you're gonna be itinerary. So walk me through a day of how you might have them, um, you know, take advantage of Salt Lake. All right, so we're starting out Campos so coffee in the morning. You're hitting Campos again. Yeah, I'm hitting Campos again. We're gonna walk down to Diabolical Records, check out some records. Um, maybe go out on the uh, Shoreline Trail, hang out a little bit, do some hiking. Um, come back down in the evening and go to Lake Effect mm-hmm. on a Wednesday night to catch jazz at the Rabbit Hole, which, which is, is f- under Lake Effect. It's under Lake Effect. Um, it's a free jazz listening room. You can't talk, but you can grab some great cocktails and en- enjoy some amazing music. Mm-hmm. So, also, if you're if you don't like your friend from out of town very much and you have nothing to talk to, like perhaps they, you know, you completely diverge on opinions on something. Like, let's just go listen. Yeah, it's great. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Let's go listen to some awesome jazz. Perhaps a good first date option. Yeah. Shh. <laughs> Uh, okay, Lucas. Wow, uh, Ryan queued it up uh, so well. I, I hope mine comes 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 in close to his. Uh, I would uh, definitely say get on the train from the airport. It's easy. It's mm-hmm. cheap. It's fast. Sure. Come downtown. Uh, get off uh, near. Uh, 
you know, maybe you're staying at, at the Hotel Monaco mm-hmm. or something like that. Uh, schedule your res- uh, some reservations for dinner at Bombara. Mm-hmm. Between then, uh, check out our Public Art and Mural Trail app, uh, and uh, maybe you have maybe you have 15 minutes, maybe you have two hours, and take yourself on a little uh, art stroll. Uh, some great coffee joints downtown. Stop by City Creek, mm-hmm. do a little shopping, uh, go back, get yourself a nap, and uh, walk downstairs for uh, for your meal. Nice. Well, all of that and more can just be yours if you just take advantage of downtown Salt Lake City. If you want some more information about the happenings, the arts, culture, and social happenings happening in your capital city downtown, you can go to theblocksslc.com for more information. Uh, Ryan and Lucas, thank you so much for being here. Um, Happy general holidays, my friends. Likewise. Christy Marcy, even though it is Tuesday, happy happy Thanksgiving in the past for the future. So happy Thanksgiving unto you. Thank you. <laughs> Millennial Alex, also happy past Thanksgiving unto you. That is actually happening in the future. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, all that and more uh, coming up next week. Uh, who knows what sort of guest we'll have and thinking about some holidays. It's time. It's pretty soon time for our holiday annual holiday drinks episode. Oh. So we shall see. Um, you'll have to do better than Talon because, I mean, oh. you can't do worse than, than poor Talon. Bless his heart. Bless his heart. Anyway, stay tuned for Austin and Adrian coming up on the Movie Zone. You've been listening to AM 1280 and 97.5 FM The Zone. This has been SLC Culture, and we will talk to you next week.